Hi, I'm Catherine Gallagher. Jan Pesson. And this is Bitchin' About Food. We are so lucky today to have this beautiful creature in front of us. Please welcome to the podcast, Daisy Kate Jacobson. woo So Daisy is the daughter of Catherine Detrav, uh-huh. who was our third guest. Yes. And I was thinking of adjectives to describe Daisy, and so I wrote a couple down. Life, mm. which means thin, supple, and graceful. I think we know what that means. Lissom, which means thin, supple, and graceful. Oh, Willowy, which means tall, slim, and lithe. <laughs> All three of those describe Daisy. Now, here's something you might not know, Jan. Daisy calls me from time to time for advice on hair and makeup and clothes. And wow. I, yeah, <laughs> I can see okay. where that's true. Here's what's going to happen. I'm going to post a picture of Daisy that she sent me. And everyone in Chicago who listens to this is going to be like, Gallagher, are you on crack? There's yeah. no way this girl's ever calling you except to say, stay away from my family. Anyway. Yeah. Welcome, honey. You guys. <laughs> every time I see, every time I picture Daisy, she's... I always picture her flying through the air, either in a in a dance move or actually getting on an airplane, going somewhere fabulous to dance. Daisy's a dancer, a beautiful dancer. And I just want to talk really briefly about that because um, I met you 19 years ago because I, I met you when you were, what, nine, yeah. eight, eight or nine? You're yeah. 28 or 29 now. 28. And um, you, you and your sister, your twin sister, Cammie, uh, were so shy, you were literally hiding behind your mother's legs when I came in, and you had just gotten on point. You were still, you, you were in ballet school, and you had just gotten on point, and you were doing the Nutcracker, and it was a highlight every year to see you do the Nutcracker. I would go every year at Christmas time, and I watched you guys start off as little mice and little critters, in the, and then all the way up to, you know, of course, Daisy was Clara by the end. When she was older, she became the lead in Nutcracker. Gorgeous. Then she went to Juilliard, graduated from Juilliard, and then worked uh, for uh, Benjamin Millipede's company for a while, the L.A. Dance Project. And now she's a protege of Miss Twyla Tharp-Jan. She did the revival of Nine Sinatra songs. You and I are old enough to remember when Nine Sinatra songs first came out back in the 1800s. <laughs> and um, working with Twyla and just is a happening, fabulous, gorgeous dancer. And we're lucky to have her because she's got a busy, packed schedule. Well, it's I consider her our first real celebrity. So. <laughs> Hooray. Maybe we'll get some Aww. listeners. Yeah, maybe yeah. we'll get some listeners. Okay, yeah. so... What an introduction! Yeah, what an introduction! Thank but you. we're here to we're here, we're here to bitch about food, okay? Because I don't know where you're at now with okay. Well, I have a million questions. As a dancer, you know, you're either working out. In your case, you're currently in physical therapy for a a, a hip injury that you somehow got. Uh, how do you how do you eat? How do you balance dancing and eating? Because you have to torch a million calories a day, so you can't you can't not eat. But on the other hand, how do you balance that? Like if I were in your shoes, I would go home every night and eat like a giant plate of nachos, which I do anyway, without the dancing. But that reminds me, remember in college, when Jan took this class, we used to take dance class in college because we both got theater degrees. And Jan used to take this one class that I refused to take because it was so hard. It was a dance class. It was that Asian chick. Yeah. And after every class, Jan was in agony, like every muscle <laughs> in her body. What was that? What was that class? 
It was like at seven, it was at some ungodly hour in the morning, <laughs> and the two Asian twins. Oh, that's right. They were twins. They were Asian twins. Yeah. And they were very, um, they loved torturing people, especially the non-dancers that took that class, yeah. like myself. Yeah. And uh, they used to, uh, well, I used to, we used to, sometimes you had to go individually across the floor and do some movements. Yeah. And they literally would stand on the side and laugh when I would (laughs) (laughs) not supportive not supportive at all well that's not good teaching you know I wasn't a dancer and uh, I'm sure I sort of overly dramatized you know made it funnier than it needed to be but anyway you've never seen anything like Daisy on stage she's I would like to beautiful I mean so I've heard remarkable things well I mean I saw her do some LADP stuff too when she was doing more modern but but you know what, Catherine? It would be great if we could actually hear her speak. Okay, I'm just asking her about. <laughs> Shut up, Jan. She's always on me. Okay, so how do you do it? How do you eat and I dance? I don't know. I don't know really. I think that, to be honest, growing up in, in ballet and surrounded by people who have eating disorders is a pro- problematic. Yeah. And even at Juilliard, I was surrounded by disordered eating or people who, or, you know, um, orthorexia, people who don't eat certain foods or, and it just- What's it called? I think it's called orthorexia. It's like people who like, are like, like they only eat certain foods. Yeah, exactly. If someone's like- Gluten-free. Gluten-free, vegan. And I mean, I don't know. Some people have to be, I don't want to- Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I know, thing, but, I know. Um, I don't know if you remember from your mom's podcast. <laughs> there was that moment where I go, Daisy's a vegan. And your mom goes, yes. <laughs> there was like this dead. <laughs> and then she was like, then she mouths to me. She goes, oh, shit. Like, it's okay. You know, she, she goes, no, no, she knows how I feel. About no, it. I no, mean, I I'm not really. I wouldn't describe myself as vegan. But uh, you were a vegan. But I was eating... Yeah, but I, this is the thing with LA Dance Project, I was on tour so much so that when we were, we when we were in France or when we were in other countries, it just became impossible. Then all you end up eating is like bread. Yeah. That's not good no. either. So I think I've just had to find what works for me. I would never, by the way, describe myself as willowy or lith. Life. Life. Oh, I would. Willowy, no. lissom, and lithe. How no. would you describe yourself? Yeah. I'm more muscular. I'm, um... Would you I'm describe short, yourself torsoed. as? Oh, so, I'm strong, but I'm strong, but I'm not like. Are you saying you're stout and beefy? No, I don't think so. No, but I, um, in the dance world, I would not describe myself as like a, a waif. Well, but I don't care about that anymore. I don't care about. I don't care about ballet standards, and yeah. I mean it's extreme. It's extreme. Yeah, and people have to eat a certain way to, or have a certain DNA, or. But hasn't that changed somewhat a little it bit? It hasn't changed it? enough. Really? No. Mm, I thought it had. Didn't you see Black okay. Swan? I mean, that was years ago, but that still was... hasn't changed since then. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, uh, yeah, the ballet aesthetic is really, has really just stayed true. Yeah. yeah. Um, I thought that had waned a bit, but no. okay. Um, but I'm a contemporary dancer, so I don't. I don't feel those pressures as much. And I've never felt like in my professional career... Well, maybe I have, but I didn't feel it or care that I've been um, looked at for my shape rather than my ability to dance. Yeah, Um, of course. I mean, you're... But it definitely has pressured me, like not fitting into the ballet box has pressured me to, or I think it's in a good way, made me 
um, who I am now as a dancer because of my limitations. I mean, it's all about what you do with your limitations. And Do you miss ballet? I mean, I do ballet every day. So it's not like something oh. I feel like I've... Left. Left. Yeah. What um, do you mean you do ballet? You take a class? Yeah, we take ballet class every day as oh, our wow. warm-up. I mean, that's like my... That's like my home. Yeah. That's like how I feel. I'm in dancing shape. Yeah. And then... Um, yeah, of course. I love... Well, food-wise, what happens? Sorry, food-wise, yes. Up, when you wake up, do you eat, oh, yeah. a, what do do you I eat? eat breakfast? Yeah, of course, of course. I wake up. I don't really drink coffee anymore. Oh, God. I drink matcha. Oh, well, that's okay. Yeah. It's got a I little... I drink matcha. I drink coffee. I'll end up drinking coffee when I'm in France because they just start like espresso. And I'm mm -hmm. like, yeah, that's great. Mm -hmm. I want that. Um, I want to For breakfast, I have... I have... Well, today, I have toast. I have toast. <laughs> with um <laughs> with vegan butter aha miyoko's vegan butter vegan so butter why vegan butter why not regular butter because the more you know about the, the dairy industry the less you want to participate i know and i told you when i talked to you we can't tell any bad let's stories let's not talk about it Jan we don't need to talk about very it very sensitive we can all look it up yeah yeah so yeah. What, i have toast with vegan butter and um avocado and i put some like <laughs> Sounds pretty vegan to me. It's embarrassing. I put like a, what's that called? Nutritional yeast on top. What's wrong with that? It's so good. It's just funny to talk about it. And then um, <laughs> I love those macro bars. What are those? They're these like. Are they protein bars? They're protein bars, but they're so good. And I swear every dancer I see now eats them. What? They're called macro bars? They're called macro bars. Is that the brand? Oh, yeah. That's the brand. Macro bars. Interesting. And that's, who sells that's those? That's my snack. I don't know. Macro bar. That's the, the brand. Online. Mm. Probably. Amazon. No. I buy them in the store. Okay. Like what store? Where do you buy them? Oh, uh, you can buy them at Trader Joe's. Oh, okay. Or at nice. Whole Foods. Gotcha. Um, what about dinner? Like, okay, lunch. so- Lunch. Oh, lunch is different. So you have lunch, too? Of course. Okay. I eat three meals. Oh, wow. Okay. I eat like a normal person, just- probably more healthy than a normal person or I probably think about it more yeah um and I recently yeah so lunch I don't know lunch is a salad or it's a sandwich or it's but yeah I don't really eat meat I don't eat meat no meat no, um no chicken or turkey or, no. no so how do you think you break with veganism when you're in France cheese cheese and like you know if I go to my aunt's house in the south of France and yeah. she's like we're making I'm ro making a roast tonight and I'm like okay okay or I go to a restaurant yeah like, I'm gonna eat yeah because like, your aunt can cook Claire can cook yeah Claire can cook <laughs> but in but let me ask you in Europe do you think that the dairy practices and stuff are a little more humane than they are in this country no probably no. not really okay Oh, that was a question. That was a good question because I wondered about that. Like in, in Europe in general, is the cattle industry as bad as it is here? Do I don't know. Yeah. I don't know either. I don't know. Do you find a lot of vegans over in Europe? Do you find people who are vegan? I feel like there are more now. It's like easier to eat vegetarian in like Paris. Well, let's talk about like that. like Switzerland. Yeah, let's talk about that because you were raised in a multicultural household. You know, yeah. your mom is French, dad's yeah. American, of course. Um. And she introduced you at an early age, like from the beginning, to both cultures, you yeah. know, because she was pretty Americanized by the time you guys came along. But she, you, when you were little, she would take you over to France and you would experience that food. 
And it had to be mind-blowing in, in, in a weird way when you were young. Yeah, I think I learned to appreciate food in a good way, like food for pleasure and taking time to eat and sitting at a dinner table and making sure you ate three meals and we didn't really go out to eat. Like going out to eat was a special occasion. It wasn't just like, go, let's go get, you know, take out and bring it home and that's your no. dinner as you do homework. It was like we s sat down around a table. Yes, a, lot, I, of, a lot of roast chicken. A lot of roast chicken, fish. <laughs> Every time I come over to your house, your mom was pulling a roast chicken out of the <laughs> And I think I was I was kind of forced to eat or taught to eat foods I didn't like. Like I was kind of it was kind of like this is what I'm making for dinner. Like being a being picky isn't really an option. No, French the French thing where it's very kind of it's kind of like take it or leave it. Yeah, with like, food you don't get to. No, you're not indulged at all. No, and you're the kid and I'm the adult and I make you food, so you're gonna sit there and eat it. Yeah. And you're going to learn to like zucchini even though you don't, which yeah. is what happened. Yeah. I learned yeah. to like it. Yeah. You just had no choice. Yeah. Yeah. There's no indulgence. No. Especially not with her. No. Not your mama. But I think that's, <laughs> I think that's like kind of the way it is. The culture is. It's good. I think it's good too. To it's all extent. about having boundaries around food. Yeah. yeah. Um, like your mom tells that story about how she would take you to the park. You and Cammie, she would take you guys to the park, her twin sister. And, you know, the women would be like, well, where did you bring, you know, and all these women would have a sna snacks for the kids, like sugary snacks. And Catherine would have, your mom would have nothing. And Catherine would be like, they don't need a snack. They just had breakfast. They're about to have lunch. We're here for a couple of hours. I don't need to feed them constantly. Yeah. You know, it was kind of interesting. Yeah. The boundaries around mealtime is like pretty um, cool, I think, and important. And, yeah. I, and it still, I think as an adult, it bugs me when I like, I, I'm like, when are we going to all sit down and eat at the same time? Like, yeah. I really like... Uh, I don't know. And what about dinner? Like, what's the oh, what's a dinner? Oh, I don't know. Um, I th my boyfriend and I often cook. We like roast vegetables, pasta. Now, your boyfriend Oliver is also a dancer. He's also a dancer. He's also been vegetarian most of his life. Really? And his mother too. Really? Yeah. Yes, he but I recently started taking supplements because of my hip injury. Oh yeah, let's talk about that. Yeah. Sorry. Well, let's, well, first let's go back to Oliver. Yeah. Let's go back to Oliver. Yeah, Oliver. So. So Oliver is the son of a woman who's a vegetarian, and mm -hmm. he's also a vegetarian. Mm -hmm. And is he a good cook? Does, I mean, he yeah, cook? he cooks. Yeah. Do you cook I together? I mean, we both, we cook together, um, but we eat simple things. I feel like, you know. Like what? Like veggies? Like, yeah, pasta. roasted vegetables are just the easiest, and they're so delicious. And that's it? Roasted vegetables, tofu, pasta. Okay. What else do we eat? Like kimchi. <laughs> yeah. Just the, yeah. yeah. Rice. So um, that's good. He'll eat, but he also would say like he'll eat chicken or fish or shrimp. Like he'll, he'll sometimes eat it. So do you, still we, eat, do you still eat sushi? No. No. Because Jan, you turned Jan onto that Itsukai in Manhattan Beach. and she takes, Oh, really? She takes I love her, that place. She takes her mom there all the time, but so you don't good. eat sushi anymore? No. no. Oh, that's, no. you don't miss it? I don't. I no. don't miss it. Well, I also took an allergy test. Like two years ago, and I learned I was like mildly allergic to tuna. What? And I was like, well, that makes sense because every time I had sushi, I had a terrible stomach ache. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, God. What about after rehearsal, after working out, after working with Twyla, after a concert, after a recital, after a dance major thing? Do you come home? Are you starving? I'm not starving. I mean, I feel like right after I work out, Right after you work out hard, you're not hungry. You're like, oh. Catherine doesn't know that experience. We're always, <laughs> <so>. <laughs> Nothing. We're pretty much always hungry. You know, we're always speak, hungry. Speak for yourself. But I also think like around dancing, like for a long dance day, you don't want to eat like a heavy meal 
while you're dancing. So it's like I eat kind of a light breakfast. I have that have light snack or I'll, I'll bring a banana or I'll have like also like a protein, a little protein drink. And then I'll have like a small salad. And then like I have little snacks throughout the day or like trail mix or stuff like that so that I always have something yeah. But so I'd, all the snacks that your mother wouldn't let you eat. I mean, <laughs> eating them. Yeah, we didn't, we didn't eat like um No, you guys aren't snackers. We didn't eat like sugary things, like packaged like junk food was not a thing. No. Yeah. It was no. not a thing. That's the French influence. But like now are you into sugar at all? Do you have sugar? I mean, yeah, of course. What do you mean? Like I mean, you don't I love eat... dessert. Okay. <laughs> but this is the thing my like mom's it. my mom's like I I don't like she's like I don't like dessert and then and if you give her a dessert she will eat it. Yeah. But she's not really out there craving sugar. No, me neither. I would never like I'm not interested in candy, but like I love chocolate. Yeah. I love dark chocolate. I love ice cream. But I mean I don't have that every day. No, of course not. No, no. I think I I think I have like some dark chocolate every day. Yeah. And then yeah, dinner I mean, yeah. And I'll definitely, yeah, like last night I had pizza. That was not vegan. And I had a terrible stomach ache. Yeah, see, that's the but thing. But whatever. Yeah. I know I'm going to, I was, it was delicious. And I know I'm <laughs> like. <laughs> it was the cheese it's a pizza. Cho- yeah, yeah. It's yeah, a yeah. choice. So you, basically, you kind of fell away from veganism because one of the things that happened is you started traveling around the world so much and you wanted to kind yeah. of experience the the yes. local cultures, think, the local food thing and stuff. I think that's important. During the pandemic, it was much easier to just eat. Well, because you were that doing, way. Yeah, because yeah. that's all. That's you all. You weren't doing anything. Yeah, you weren't anywhere. You know, it was just yeah. Like, yeah. And I could learn about all the problems with <laughs> uh, <laughs> farming. Oh well, that's where you. That's what happened, right? Yeah. You kind of took a deep dive into yeah. the industries yeah. and thought, oh crap, I better, yeah. you know. Yeah, because, you know, we had our two friends, Chris and Chris, here a couple of weeks ago, and they were talking about, you know, all of the problems in the industries, the, the fish industry, the dairy, the farm, all that yeah. stuff. And that really informed them because they're not really animal people per se. They're not they, like you have two kitty cats. Yeah. Jan has two kitty cats. Um, but I see the cows in Santa Inez and I'm like, you yeah. guys are pretty cute. Yeah. It's pretty sad, but that's okay, I guess. Yeah. I eat, I mean, this is, yeah, I eat beef liver supplements, so that's... Yeah, what was the thing with, um, what was, okay, talk about your torn labrum. So, yeah. ha, so how did you tear oh, your, God. I didn't even realize that a hip labrum was a thing. I thought oh, yeah. the shoulder labrum was a thing, yeah. but I guess anything with a socket has a labrum. Yes. So you tore your hip labrum somehow. Labrum sounds part of the genitalia I know. to me. Oh, Jan. Right. Okay. <laughs> sounds like Jan always has to bring it down. <laughs> yeah. Does. Always has I'm to just bring saying it to... what people are thinking. <laughs> yeah. So the little labrum is. Oh, hello. Can you hear me still? What? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. What that was know? weird. That was weird. I heard that. Yeah. It popped. Well, yeah. I didn't hear anything. Well, old okay. people don't hear very well. Jan. Anyway, go on. Okay. Um, go on. There's like a cartilage that surrounds the socket that the femur bone goes into, and I was in rehearsal with Twyla, and I like jumped into a split. My partner was supposed to pull me back up. And it was like, we were in rehearsal for probably two hours. It was like kind of the end of the rehearsal. It was so hot that day. We had learned a bunch of stuff. It was just me and my partner, Reed and Twyla at her house. And then I went into a split and he forgot to pull me back up. Like kind of like a swing dance move, like down, he pulls me back up. And I went down and he forgot what was next. And my, my femur bone went up and like knocked the labrum at the top. 
and it hurt so bad. Did you know it right away? No, I didn't know it right away. I was kind of like, oh, that was a lot, but whatever. And then we laughed about it. We looked at the video of me bouncing on the floor and then I was like, I'm fine, I'm fine. The next day I woke up with like a, the most sore leg, like spasm, thigh everywhere, my hip, and I couldn't walk and I had to go shoot a music video for two days. For who? For, I don't, um, I can't remember her name. Uh, oh yes, okay, with the choreographer Claudia Schreier and um, the musician Tanner Porter music for her new album. Okay. Um, and I was like, okay, well we've been rehearsing for this music video, I'm not gonna not do it. So I was like, I can't really walk, but I'm gonna dance. Oh my God. <laughs> and then That's a typical dancer It was move. so bad, yeah, so bad. And I thought I had just like pulled my groin, which I've done before. Really? Yeah. And. I didn't. Then that Friday, I saw Twyla, and I was like, "I this is not right." And she was like, "You need to go home and rest." And so I did, and I saw my doctor. We took an MRI. Yeah, and it's like a very, very common dancer injury. So what's the it can lead to surgery, like depending on how bad the tear is, or where you do it, or how you do it, or if it's overuse versus one trauma. But mine has miraculously healed. It's been five and a half weeks, and I got two shots. One of like two PRP and exosome shots. Okay. That so this, have so this built ha- it. But wait, this happened in New York, right? This happened in New York. And you had six to fly back ago. here. And yeah, I flew back here and I was like, something's not right. Yeah. And I was already seeing my doctor for my Achilles tendonitis. That's why I had an appointment with him. And he was like, I'm more worried about your hip. Uh, okay. So how does eating change when you're injured? Well, I, then my friend, um, my really good friend, was like you have to see this acupuncturist Emma she's amazing so I saw Emma and she was like okay interesting the issues you've had with your body tendons joint stuff like I've had like knee knee tendon problems Achilles tendonitis and now I I really injured my hip which we didn't know what it was when I saw her yet or yeah and she was like I and you're like a vegetarian she's like I think if you could stomach it like you should take these beef liver supplements and some collagen protein. Why? Because um, you got to eat some joints if you want your joints to feel better. Okay, that's my question. And so, all the peptides. And the amino the, acids. And amino and all acids, that. Yeah. yeah. And you can't get that from anything you, that's not You really meat? can't get it. Oh, you can't get it. Or there are specific ones you especially can't get. And so I was like, okay, I'm in a lot of pain and I... This woman was amazing. I mean, she's an actual, she's a doctor too. Um, the acupuncturist? Yeah. Oh. Um, and I was like, all right, let's do it. So for, I think for a month I've been taking it. How and I mean, I'm, he- I'm pretty much healed. I'm it, healed, which is, which is uh, crazy. Like it, it could, could have been like a six months, six yeah. month. Could have been bad. Yeah. But okay. So how did you, how did you stomach these supplements? The um, beef liver supplements yeah. smell like fish food. They do. Yeah, it's disgusting. <laughs> but she, but it's like you know, it's like grass fed, like pasture raised. Plus, it's better than eating beef liver, which you would exactly. never want to. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like you yeah. wouldn't want to be coughing that down. Yeah, but apparently, it's really good for us humans to eat animal organs, which is <sighs> disgusting. I know. I can't. But it's actually good for us. I know. So I know. Yeah, it's. Uh, so she's like, yeah, she was like, take these. She's like, you know, it's not like going to have like a burger is going to be better than this. Plus, she's the like, I don't th- think that's good either. And I was like, yeah, I feel you. I don't either. Well, the other thing is it's temporary. 
right? Like, yeah. You don't have to keep taking these, do you? Or No, but I'm like, if I really feel a difference in three months of taking it, like, why why would I stop? Yeah, because then it's basically a way of strengthening your bones and yeah, strengthening exactly. your joint and keeping that up. Yeah. And all you have to do is take a pill. Yeah. Uh, six of them. You take six of them. <laughs> six. Every day? Yeah. Yeah. Mm. See, and Jen, then, there is, there is a, a good... And then omega-3s, fish oil, so good for you. And that was a, that's a big thing for like inflammation. So my hip was inflamed and that's what I started taking too. So you're basically taking all these supplements to off to yeah. to augment. I mean, not a ton, but yeah. 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 The ones that just, yeah. And I think because I'm a dancer. What's your Achilles heel in terms of, not to coin a Literally phrase, my Achilles tendon. What's your Achilles <laughs> heel in terms of food? Like what's your kryptonite? <clears throat> like oh my the God. The stuff that you can't stay away from that you know is bad for you. Ice cream. Oh my God, pizza. Pizza. Pizza's so good. <laughs> Cheese pizza, of course. Yeah, no pepperoni. So no, just simple pizza. <clears throat> Pizza's awesome. I mean, I love food. I really do. What can I not stay away from? I wouldn't say it's like sugar, really. I wouldn't say it's like donuts, like I don't, or cupcakes. I don't like cake or cupcakes or no. Uh, choc dark chocolate. Let's talk about the eating disorder stuff. Oh like, yeah. So it in, affects you. Well, in the world around of, it. Well, yeah. I mean, in the world of dance, I definitely had some mental problems around food. Well, not you. I did. Oh, for sure. I was told I was had to lose weight. I thought I was fat. I hated. I went through periods of hating my body. What? Oh yeah. There's no hope then. No, it's stupid. <laughs> what I've learned now that I'm 28, I'm like, that's a waste of time. Yeah. It's just a waste <clears throat> of time. It's hard to learn that, especially it's as a woman. So, and as a kid, I'm like as telling a 16 year old they're fat. Yeah. Who and what adult in their right mind like would, would what? Do, no, I know. And your hormones are, it's like your body's tr transforming, and someone's like, "That's bad. Stay like you were as a 12 year old." And you're like, "Well, yeah, no, I hate that." Yeah. You're like, "Why am I growing boobs? Why am I?" It's like you're you just like your ballet teaches you to like not want to have a woman's body, which is really messed up yeah well it's the ballet world it's yeah. not you know i mean it, it, but how okay but think about just i mean i at least you've come to love your body now yeah and you're 28 i mean it's a process that's pretty good i wouldn't say that every day i'm like i love my body no but yeah, still but, but still, i mean but i but i appreciate like the dancing when i'm dancing i don't think about all that crap yeah it's like what it's what my body's doing what I'm creating, what I'm helping the choreographer make. Yeah. It's not about what it looks like. But I think most women don't like their bodies. I do yeah. too. It's Whether you're in the dance world or any other world. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like, for sure. You know, it's like make your body invisible. But then it's like if you're too thin, you're too thin, you're told you're too thin. Yeah. Or if you're too fat, you're too fat. You or can't if you're too win. muscular, you can't win. No. So just be and take up space. And no, I was watching that documentary on Apple TV Plus that is supermodels. You know, where it's basically profiling Cindy, uh, Naomi, um, Christy. And, oh, fuck them. Yeah, Christy and. Fuck uh, them. Okay, Jan. <laughs> fuck I'm them. Remember, <laughs> I'm trying to remember the last girl's name. Oh, who cares? Christy <laughs> Turlington. Uh, oh, who's the gorgeous? Oh, they're all gorgeous. Anyway. Naomi Campbell. Naomi Campbell, Christy Turlington, who's. Oh, God. She's oh, yeah. I know. Uh, uh, um, Evangelista. Linda Evangelista. Uh, yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. Who's really suffering now with terrible health problems. Oh. But. 
But, you know, you see, it's just, it's very hard. But the world of, the world of dance is really, it's almost antithetical to the world of food because, you know, dancers are, are supposed to remain sort of on the leaner side. And so when you, not you personally, but when you were at Juilliard, did you see a lot of eating disorder? You mentioned yeah. it briefly. Really? Oh, yeah. And my, my classmates and other classes. Oh, yeah. And I think it's like the hardest time in a dancer's career because it's not the beginning of it. Like, you know, the actors who started at Juilliard could just have started acting. Or, but, you know, the dancers and the musicians, it's something you've been doing your whole life. And then at 18, 19, 20, 21, it's kind of like, it's like the finishing school. It's yeah. like, okay, you could use these four years to completely decide you don't know anything and rebuild yourself, which is like stressful as can be. And like you, or and, or you can say like, well, I already know who I am, and these are, this is just a finishing school. Well, which was you? Let's break down everything and start over. Really? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was like, it's like you. I just had so much to learn from my classmates, who are all so amazing and so talented, and from completely different backgrounds and the teachers were just so wonderful and had so much to offer so I was just like you feel like you have no control yeah. and so I think you know eating disorders become I mean I can't speak to it because I don't know, actually know what I'm talking about here but um, yeah they come up for a lot of different reasons control yeah yeah. But specifically in the dance world, though, yeah. it's kind of like a your livelihood as a dancer is kind of dependent on your ability to move. Yes. And if you're ex if you have extra excess or extra weight, you know, that's a different kind of dancing than maybe. Yeah. But I feel like people aren't thinking about that. They're thinking of like, you know, I don't know. I, th I think it's like. It's definitely it's nonsensical. Yeah. It doesn't actually. Ha there's no real logic. No, and it's also interesting being French, in your case, half French, you know, going over to France, man, that, that is a joke. Yeah. Everything is so rich. You know, your mom and I are over there eating like piles of this. I mean, your, your mom, <laughs> she can eat anything and never gain an ounce. And I'm like piling it on like, oh, I'm going to pass the bread, pass the butter. Shit. And then you get on the airplane, you're like, ah, the pilot goes, can't take off too much weight. No. <laughs> I mean, the food over there is just delicious. Everything is delicious yeah. over there. I but mean, they also don't eat it in large amounts. Yes. Jan lived in Paris for a while. And she it's came, true. She yeah. came back it's and she just, was just like, oh you know, my God. Every meal is, you have your salad and every meal you have your cheese and, you know, some bread yeah. and whatever. And, and it lasts like, you know, they don't take chunks out. They take little portions. Yeah. It's all little portions. It is. And it's all moderation. And no snacking, really. And no, yeah, no, snacking. no snacking. And people, basically, when I was living there, everyone smoked cigarettes, which I don't think they do anymore, but I haven't been there oh, since. Oh, yeah, they do. do oh, they? yeah, they do. Dancers <laughs> in Europe smoke. Oh, really? really? Yeah. Oh, my God. Wow. That's yeah, kind of surprising. Yeah, the need for dancers to be thin is still very much alive. Really? And so they still oh, smoke. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Not vape. Smoke. Smoke. Wow. Some vape, too. How can you so be a bizarre. dancer and smoke? I don't know. I don't know. I don't understand. How yeah. Did, well, how did, how did, by the way, Oliver also just, you, your mom told me Oliver just got hired by Twilight Park. Yeah, too. this oh my week. God. Which is <gasps> crazy. That's so great. So when do you guys go back to New York? 
on Saturday, a week, uh, less than a week from today. Let's talk about her for a second, if she, if it's okay. Yeah. She, you know, she's not a young person. No, she's 84. And yet, She was hot when I when I was living in New York in the early 80s. Honey. She was the hottest thing going. You should see That's how amazing. She, you should see. She Daisy, is amazing. Daisy was describing how she stands in the middle of a room and conducts rehearsal, basically like a 50-year-old woman, and she's 84. Yes. Just rooted to the floor, her yes. feet in second position, strong, yes. on it, you know, freaking mm. amazing. She's that's, amazing. That's I mean, the goal. Yeah, we're starting a new piece. That's the goal. Yeah. Because Jane I mean, and I, I are way her, closer to 84 than you are. I ask her about <laughs> her food and she says, if I could just eat a pill, it would be so much easier. Really? <laughs> does she, what is her deal with eating? What does she eat? Oh my gosh. I don't know if I should be allowed to talk about this. Uh, yeah. She just counts her calories, she says. And she eats meat. She eats lean. She's healthy. Yeah. She eats lean meat. Yeah. She loves this sushi restaurant that we go to. Aha, you do. We go to sushi. No, she, she'll eat with Twyla, but she won't eat the sushi. Exactly. She'll yeah. go and hang out. Vegetables, soup, yeah. tofu. Yeah. That's the goal, really, yeah. to be like her. Yeah, I know. I saw this thing. She on moves every day. I think movement is the key. Motion is lotion. Motion is lotion. That's what I tell Dean. But here's the thing. You know, I saw this thing on TikTok where this woman, this girl goes, look at my mom. She's 94. And this woman was like able to bench press she was getting up off the floor without using her hands i've seen this video yeah you've mm -hmm. seen that video mm -hmm. i'm like that 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 but that takes a lot of work yeah that and takes a lot of work i'm making this documentary about these dancers at, oh yeah oh let's talk about your documentary this ballet yeah, class. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah so wait so let me tell jan real quick so Catherine, Catherine, her mom says to me i gotta get up really early in the morning and go to a dance class daisy is doing a documentary on older women who are taking this ballet class in, I guess, Santa Monica? Yeah. Yeah. It's like a, a class for women of our age. I mean, it's but, not a class for them. It's just my friend teaches the class and it happens to be at 7.45 in the morning. And that's... And it's older women. That's... Yeah, the average age is probably 60s, I'd say. But there's 60s. older than that. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I'm not sure how much I could say, but there's a 90-year-old. Um, a 90-year-old? There are 70s, women in their 70s, women in their late 60s and they are dancing she said she had the best time you're and right. i take i take that class like it's a hard enough class that i could take it as a professional and it gets me in shape my friend um my close friend and mentor charlie hodges teaches it charlie yeah charlie but wait a minute i mean do you do these women keep up yes the, me the men and women yes are they like they're there as if they're working towards a professional career were they professionals at one time um, very, very few in the class were. I'd say most of the class, you have such a range of um, levels in the class. It could be somebody who's a complete, absolute beginner, and it could be somebody who's been taking dance their whole life, or you know, since they were eight or 12 or whatever. Um, but I'd say the majority of the class started as, they started as adults. How did this come about? Did he just, your friend just decide one day, I want to teach a oh class God, in Santa Monica? Charlie would be better at, at telling the story. No, he got on some sub list um, at, you know, West Side School of Ballet, it's called. And, you know, they would, for whatever reason, like they would ask him to sub a beginner class or kids and he'd say, no, no. And then finally it was this morning class for adults and he said, oh, okay. So he did. <laughs> and it was because this woman who had been teaching there forever and ever um, Margaret Hills is her name. 
she was retiring. She was in her 90s. Oh my or maybe God. she was just 90. She was retiring from teaching class. And so they were looking for someone to take it over. And I think this, another man, had, Sven, had taken over for her during the week. And there was this one Saturday class that she was still teaching. And so they kind of were auditioning Charlie to teach the class. And so he did. And then the women were like, whoa, whoa, this is too hard. Like he kind of didn't know what to expect because it was, it, it was said, it said intermediate advanced. So he taught what he thought was an intermediate advanced class. Yeah. He came in there. He saw that it was older women. He was like, okay, well, damn. All right. Let's, <laughs> let's go. Let's get moving. Yeah. Here. And um, it was too hard and he saw that. So he was going to, you know, tweak it the next time he was going to teach. But then Margaret came to class. The women in the class had spoken to Margaret and said, we don't know if this is the right person or I don't know what they said, but they wanted to make sure she vetted him. Yeah. And so she watched him teach or she, you know, she watched him teach and then gave him her stamp of approval. And said to the people in the class, work harder because this is an actual intermediate well, advanced he, class. He changed the, he changed the <laughs> level a bit. But um, yeah, and they just adore him. His, oh, so awesome. he started teaching dur during the week too. And I'd say his, his core group grew from like six to now like there's probably 40 total what yeah so wait some this... some classes there there are almost 30 dancers in class is this documentary about him or about the women well we just started it's about so we'll see where it takes us but i mean okay. it's about you're gonna let it unfold yeah we'll let it unfold yeah. i mean it's about it's just about his class it's about his class. Oh, that's interesting. The so women in his class. It's going to be about everything then. Yeah. It's going to be well, about him and them and the interaction yes. and that. Yeah. Oh, how cool. Yeah. And then every year they have an adult showcase. So we saw the adult showcase. I'm going. It's mind blowing. See, I want to see your mama dance. Oh, she, I don't know if she'll do it. She hasn't been in class. So if she wants to be part of the showcase, she, she would have to she get on get it. Get on it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know your mom danced. She didn't. She doesn't. Oh. Yeah, but one time Daisy posted a picture of Catherine's feet on Facebook, and her <laughs> feet have perfect, she looks like a perfect arch. Like her feet are perfect dancer feet, Catherine's feet. Hmm. She's got the most gorgeous, perfect dancer feet. I mean, Daisy does too. But they don't mean anything if she doesn't use them. They're She's not dancer feet until she make, she dances with them. They're yeah, just but feet. I mean, it's ridiculous how perfect her feet are for dancing. <laughs> and she's like, a, you know, I mean, she doesn't dance. Mm, does, no. Do they teach any beginning there classes? are beginning classes, yeah, that are much slower. But I mean, some, I think it's okay to throw yourself into Charlie's class and I don't go from there. I don't know that I would survive Charlie's <laughs> class. But here's the thing about class is that you go... Do you have to go across the floor and get left at? No. <laughs> are you kidding? No, this is the thing. The community is... Nobody asks... Nobody bats an eye. Everybody is welcome. Nobody is watching other people. Everyone's there to work and to learn. Really? He makes it about learning. And he uses all these analogies and metaphors, and he's just so smart, so smart. And How do I think, you know him? Um, he was my rehearsal director at LA Dance Project. Oh. And before that, I knew of him because of uh, because he was one of the um, founding members of LA Dance Project. Oh, cool! So I'd seen him dance. Does he wear tight little leotards when Gianna. he teaches? <laughs> 
That's not the point oh, of Quest, Jan. Never mind. <laughs> Jan's just hoping to see some cute guys in their tight pants. Never mind. No, mostly, I, it's I, mostly middle-aged women. Yeah. No, honest. Well, I'm one of those people. <laughs> Were you going to go leotard shopping later? I don't think so. <laughs> no, I would not be wearing a leotard. The last time I would think I wore a leotard was... In college. In college. <laughs> Seriously. Yeah. I think that's the last time I had oh one on. Oh, my God. But... Um, the idea. But I know that ballet is incredible exercise yes like the best yeah yes. next to swimming and yes. hard like, for your brain and body yeah that's the thing remembering the yeah the combination thinking of the details applying them it's like that's why i think it's so good for you yeah yeah it's like you know and fun it's like a puzzle yeah i guess i mean yeah i suppose so mm -hmm. yeah Catherine and I, we should go take this class. Please. Mm. I would die. <laughs> if you pay you to take this class. You should you go take this class. Would die you would die if you saw us try to take this class. No, I wouldn't. She no, wouldn't. I wouldn't. She'd be nice. Can we have a snack during class? No. <laughs> Seriously, we should go take this There's class. There's live music. Is it Leon, snacked? the pianist, is oh, the same pianist is the same accompanist that has been that I've known since I was six years old. But but <gasps> listen, we I don't know anything about ballet. It doesn't I mean, matter. I, okay. Okay. I do. I know how to plie, relevé, jeté. Uh, I have a lot of dance moves, Jan. Tu penses, mais je crois pas. Huh? <laughs> I have a lot of dance moves, Jan, mm. that you don't even know about. Okay. <laughs> I know. When I dance around, Dean goes, are you having some kind of, is there like, are you having a seizure? Do I need to have tell you ever, <laughs> First of all, have you ever seen her dance? No. Oh, I've okay. never seen Catherine dance. Um, it's I, excellent. It's not. <laughs> I was actually a really good dancer. I don't mean professional. I just mean free flowing. Uh, yeah, I was really good. You were like a good party dancer. I was a great party dancer. Yeah. Fantastic. I'm not a fantastic party dancer. She could rock dancer. out I'm, to Don Henley. I like can nobody's rock out. <laughs> then you are exactly do what that. we need for class. Yeah, I can totally yeah. rock out. I could probably show you a few Her moves. rock. <laughs> <laughs> My God. Okay. Okay, let's Here, move on. All right, here's a question that I have. Mm. This is a new question that I want to ask my guests now. What would you want to teach your future children about food? Oh, that's a good one. I think I want to. Uh, would why? you be Would this you be strict with food like your mom kind of was in a way, like the French influence, where you'd have boundaries? I think I would never talk about dieting. Yeah, and I would never call myself fat in front of my kids, or t or talk about any sort of societal expectation. <laughs> I don't know how that's possible, but that's my goal. And I think I would, I would want, um, yeah, I just want it to be about nourishing your body and about would you loving food, eating for pleasure and also knowing what's good for you and what isn't without it becoming a sort of would you bad, good thing. Would you raise the kids vegetarian? I don't know. I haven't thought this far. No, I don't think so. I don't think so. I got to text this person who's outside. <laughs> My next, our next guests. Um, they're early. Um, well, I mean, wouldn't that be hard though to not, because you're kind of committed to not eating meat, but if you have a tiny baby, a young person. Yeah, I don't know. How would you? I don't know. How would you balance that? Like Oliver's mother was vegetarian. Was Oliver raised without meat? No, I don't think so. Like his dad eats meat and his okay. 
brother eats meat and his uh, one of his sisters does too okay but he has a sister who an oldest sister who was like vegetarian like didn't want him eat meat ever as kind of as a kid well this is kind of what my girlfriend in chicago she was reading a book to her children once her her youngest who was four at the time mm -hmm. and it was something about you know the sheep and the cow were in the meadow doing some crap or whatever and her kid said is that the same kind of sh cow that we eat and connie said con said yeah and he said, I don't, I don't want to do that anymore. And he made the decision at yeah. four. Yeah. Still to this day, now he's 30-something. Never ate meat again. Right. It, something clicked in his brain. Yeah, that wouldn't be, I feel like that wouldn't be right. Why would you force that kid? Oh, no, eat? she didn't. Yeah, no, what, what I'm saying I, is, I feel like I would follow. I think I would. Yeah, make, let them kind of make yeah. their own decision about it. Like, yeah. maybe I don't want to do this. Yeah, it's interesting. God, it's so complicated. But Food. if it's like, if a kid's like, I don't ever want to eat vegetables, it's like, well, too bad. It's not, yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's, that would be hard. <laughs> yeah. That was Dean. I mean, try and get a vegetable into that guy. Yeah. It's like, oh. But it's a habit, you know? That's a habit that can be broken as a kid. <sighs> as a kid. As a kid. Yeah, but as an adult. Underlined, not bold, so as a much. kid. <laughs> yeah, not so much. Yeah. Like, I've been trying to get him to try guacamole for 19 years. Yeah, that's wild. It's too green. It's mushy. I don't like it. Have you ever had it? Yeah. He says he has, but he never has. It's a textural thing. It's a visual thing. He's like, ooh, avocados. Ooh, ooh, ooh. I'm like, they're so good. Interesting. They're so good, aren't Here's they? Here's the thing. I've someone, sorry to interrupt. Shut up. I just chime in anytime. I just did. All, all we do is argue. <laughs> no, I was just thinking like if anybody just like made food for me and put it in front of me yeah. and whatever it was, I would just be like, oh, great. <laughs> I would just eat it. Yeah. So if it was, if there was no meat and it was all super healthy, whatever, I would probably just eat that forever. Yes. That's where I'm at now. Exactly. If you had a private chef. That's how, yeah. that's how I am too. I'd, yeah. I'm just really whatever. not picky. I would say I'm really not picky. I try not to eat. Uh, yeah. But yeah. Yeah. I you seem very relaxed about it now. You're I'm very relaxed, chill about but food. But I don't eat meat if I have the choice yeah. not to. Um, you're not going to wear a tutu in this ballet class, are you? Just like some like leggings or something and a t-shirt? Can I wear sweatpants? Yeah. A caftan? No, I'll wear like something very that I'm very comfortable I in. I don't want to see well, you, you in come, a leotard. You have, you'll have to come this week, Tuesday or Thursday and or Saturday. Well, we work. We can come Saturday. Do you work at 7.45 in the morning? Well, yeah, yeah. I'm at my desk by 6.15 Six. in the morning. Oh yeah. Yeah. And so, I'm at mine no, at I 8. Can't. So I can't. I'm at mine at 8. But we could go on a Saturday. Just don't wear a tutu. I will promise. I'm going to wear, wear a, a tutu. full length Saturday tutu. Saturday is at 7:30 a.m. That's okay. We're up anyway. Mm -hmm. We should do it. Can I wear a full length tutu? I wish you would. <laughs> Please do. <laughs> do us all a favor. <laughs> anyway. All right. Listen. I think we're out of time. Okay. I got to check my watch here. Yeah, we're out of time. Uh, listen, this has been so great. I really, it's been great having you. I've been trying to get you on this thing for a freaking year. Thank you so much for having me. But you're me. touring around like a crazy person and I'm, yeah. I, I want. And you know, I know that you're over the whole thing about your body and everything, but you are absolutely stunning. Yeah. Period. Yeah. And full Bodies stop. Bodies are stunning. Bodies are beautiful. People. Bodies well, are not, beautiful. Not, not everybody no, is beautiful. Are. No, well, they're yours not. Is, yeah. <laughs> but yours is, so. Yeah. <laughs> Jan and, I, yeah, Jan and I, look, as Oprah says, <laughs> the only thing Oprah ever said that made sense to me was be realistic. You're never going to have the body you had in your 20s. She was talking to women our age. And she's right. Like, it's all we have to accept our bodies no matter what we age do. we are. You know, no matter what age we are. But So we do the best we can. Yeah, we do. And so, you know, but it's just nice. Men, to, men have taught us to hate our bodies. Yeah. 
So we have to just but fight they actually kind of every they, day. They kind of hate their bodies too in a weird kind no, of way. No, they don't. They don't. No, they don't. Men think they're. Oh my god. Yes. Guys even with these big don't. pot bellies walking around on the beach in their little bikini think they're hot to trot, and it's just <laughs> yes. like, oh the my dad, god, the dad bod. That's yes, the new thing. The, the dad bod are... with the daddy butt. That's what that used to my. <laughs> Never mind. Dad bod. Daddy butt. <laughs> It's like the big stomach with no ass. It's a daddy butt. Okay, let's quit while we're ahead. Thank you for coming, Daisy. We love you. Okay, bye. See you in class. Bye.